something that I did last year, but I actually just completed it again. It's something what's called a 12 hour walk. So this is actually going to be a breakthrough episode because I had a breakthrough doing a 12 hour walk and you're probably wondering what the heck that is. And I'll share that with you in just a moment. Welcome back to another episode of the Brave Today podcast. This show will encourage, challenge, maybe even provoke you to step outside of your comfort zone and take more action to better improve yourself and your health. I am your host, Mark Avenson, in this crazy, whacked out world that seems to keep pushing a narrative for people to become softer and weaker and sicker and unhealthier and more dependent than ever. The goal and intent of the show is to help you navigate it so that you can not only become braver today, but braver today than you were yesterday. Now, just real quick, few details about the shows. We do what's called Brave Guest Interviews. It's exactly what it is. We'll have somebody come on and interview them, somebody that's not only brave, but also braver today than they were yesterday. And they're also helping other people become that as well. Typically friends, family members, colleagues, mentors, success stories, and people to the such. So you may be featured if you're listening and maybe you're one of our followers. Maybe you've been a part of my world for some time maybe been in my coaching program, you may be on one of the next interviews. We also do Brave Q&A. That's where I answer questions that you have if you want answers to. Anything from health, fitness, honestly, anything you want to ask at all, the best way to do that, we actually now have a direct location for you to send in your questions. That's info at avensfitness.com. And we do have an email list. So if you want to be signed up for an email list, send us your question and say, yeah, I'd love to see what you have and you're sending out with emails. The old-fashioned way, right? Also, we have Flavor of the Day where I'll be discussing latest news and health and fitness. And that's basically where I get to pick apart all the crazy fads and pills and potions and diet trends. And there's, of course, this time of year, there's just an overabundance of all of the above, which can make it very confusing for you to try to get healthier. So I do those. I actually haven't done one of those in a while, but those will be coming. I actually have a number of them to record soon. Today is actually more of a breakthrough episode take a deeper dive into area, be it physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, basically any area holding you back and providing insight and guidance. And I have a little special treat. I'm going to be talking to you about something that I did last year, but I actually just completed it again. Did it a few times last year. And it's something what's called a 12 hour walk. So this is actually going to be a breakthrough episode because I had a breakthrough doing a 12 hour walk and you're probably wondering what the heck that is. And I'll share that with you in just a moment, but it is something to be said when you take yourself outside of a comfort zone and doing anything, whether it be a 12 hour walk or, or a one hour walk, who knows for you. But I can tell you that there's moments in my life where I've had the biggest breakthroughs and is where I've actually gone in to the things that could almost break me the most. So we're going to jump right in and let me share with you kind of how I learned about this. And initially, probably back around you know the start of COVID when everything was locked down and we were kind of homebound for the most part, I still was getting out and doing walks and started listening to podcasts. I started to get inspired and encouraged by other people that were out in the space that were doing interviews like this. Well, I'm not doing an interview, but they were doing interviews and shows and stuff. And I don't know if you're a podcast person, maybe you're new to the podcast world. I'm about two or three years in. And one of them, which was Ed Milet, heard about him through some friends or colleagues or somebody. And he has one of the top podcasts on the planet. I think he's maybe number one podcaster on the planet right now, currently. And I started digging in and listening to really, really good. Helped me business, helped me in life. Super inspiration. Read all his books. It's been great. Anyway, one of his 
interviewees that came on the shows, like, who is this guy? Never heard of him before. Crazy. And it was going on to say like how he got burned when he was younger. And like, they almost said he wasn't going to walk again. And next thing you know, he's like doing all these crazy adventure races and all these kind of like climbs and hikes and crazy stuff. And uh, what they actually were talking about is his book. And I read all of his books and the one impossible first. And that's where he kind of came on and talked about the show. And in the impossible first was actually really crazy. I had the pleasure to meet him actually this past year in 2023 at Everesting event, which was also partly inspired by signing up for that. My wife and I did it and that's going to be another episode, but um, I was blown away to hear his story on this podcast. And I was intrigued enough to want to read this book impossible first, but essentially I'll give you the nuts and bolts. He was the first human in history to cross Antarctica solo, unsupported, completely human powered. It was crazy. And if you know like how long Antarctica is, I don't have all of the specific distance for that. I believe it's maybe a thousand miles or close to it. I know he's out there like 50 days all by himself. And he wanted to break the record of being the first person to do it unassisted, meaning you were on your own. And that was a great story. Great book. Impossible first. Definitely go recommend that. I don't get any proceeds from it. In fact, he may or may not know I even do this show. I'm going to send it to him though. Anyway, so I was inspired to that. Then I heard about this other book and something that he was working on called the 12-hour walk, or he had already done it and promoting it. So I learned about this 12-hour walk, and I'm not going to hear to get into the whole story, but essentially when COVID happened, and this is a guy that was out breaking all kinds of world records, hiking and like, you know, traveling all over the world and doing all kinds of crazy climbs and Everest and all this stuff. And then everything got shut down, as you know, right? So everybody, especially, you know, people that are out adventuring and living life, we all got shut down. So anyway, that turned into him having some reflect time and deep dive. And part of it was him going for a walk that has to do with one of his excursions that he did. And I don't want to divulge all that. Definitely, you should read both the books. The 12-hour walk was super inspirational. But he came up with this idea after going out for a 12-hour walk himself, just out and around his area where he lived, he decided to say, you know what, this would be really good. And the 12-hour walk, just so you know, essentially what it is, is you go out for a 12-hour walk all by yourself. So what that would look like is you'd get up in the morning, first thing in the morning, And you'd have your phone just for safety and security, you know, if you're in an emergency situation, but no headphones, no podcast, no music, just you and you. And it was something that he had such an awakening experience in that he wanted to share with others. So it was really intriguing to me. And last year, around this time, actually, or towards the end of 2022, I remember I was really intrigued about that. Wow. Being with yourself, I thought it was a little bit out of the comfort zone always doing for other people, family, you know, married, kids, business, running a business. How am I going to do that? And that was actually why I was intrigued. I was like, I wonder if I could do that. And it's not like go out for a run or not to try to chase down a certain amount of miles, but essentially just basically going out and empowering yourself to be with yourself to see what kind of possibilities that you can unlock. It was pretty awesome. And anyway, so you choose any day for your walk and put it on your calendar and don't move it. You basically put it on there. And I remember doing it the first week in 2023. I did it three times last year. 
that's how valuable it was for me. I ended up spending three separate days, 12 hours at a time going out for a walk. And I was keeping that promise to myself. And then he basically has you just to take a quick little video of yourself, selfie video to share what you want to get out of the walk. And it could be anything from, I want to be, you know, I want to have some clarity. I just want to have some time, some peace. Maybe I want to brainstorm. Maybe I want to work through some life stuff, things that are like limiting you to just give yourself time to be with yourself, to try to unlock some things that might be standing in your way. And then also to unplug. So being able to set your phone on airplane mode, no text, musics, podcast, no social media alert, man, there was some freedom in that. I can tell you from my very first experience and then to go out and then to go for a walk. What's really amazing about the 12 hour walk is that any level can do it. You literally start, you go out your front door, you stay out for 12 hours alone in silence, whether it's streets, trails, beaches, city sidewalks, choose a route, you know, that works best for you. Take as many rests as you need listen to your body. And then basically there's no race involved. It's just you being with yourself and moving for 12 hours. And it didn't matter if you actually completed two or three miles or 50 miles. Essentially, it wasn't about that. It was about actually giving yourself time to be with you. And when's the last time, if I can actually pose this question on you, when's the last time that you have spent an entire day with just you, not your phone, not social media, not your spouse, not your kids, not at the spa, not doing stuff like just you with you, like going out in nature, just doing your thing with you. Nobody else needs to know. Can you imagine? And I know right now, some of you might be like, wow, I really haven't thought about doing that. I really need to do it. Yeah. That's exactly what I was saying when I heard about this 12 hour walk. And then at the end of the 12 hour walk, and I remember my first one very clearly. And I want to share with you a little bit of my experience from the first one that was a year ago. And then the one I just went on on January 6th. So that was back just a few weeks ago. I took a video at the end to share your experience. And I'll have to share with you, to be honest, I would say I was a little disappointed that I didn't do it before my wife. And then we're not competitive, but my wife and I both listened to the, the show, the podcast. We were both intrigued about it. We both said we're going to do it, but she ended up doing it at the end. I didn't have the 12 hours. I'd already had things planned out, but she was able to go for her 12 hour walk. And she went on October 31st. I remember it was on Halloween 2022. And I remember she went out for a 12 hour walk. So she went and did it before me. And I won't tell you her experience. I know it was pretty hot when she went. And I remember driving to make sure, cause you know, she was out, you know, by herself, make sure she was okay. I just stopped by and it was pretty rough walking in like, the heat and humidity. And I know my wife doesn't sit down. So she was moving probably pretty good. She did like 35, 38 miles, something like that. But I knew it was hard. And so that even put the pressure on me when I did my first one. But I was actually also so very proud of her. And I know she said it was really an amazing experience. She was glad to be done, but it was an amazing experience. So then I went ahead in the first of the year and did one. And then about three months later, I did another one. And then I did one more towards the later part of the year before we moved and all three of those experiences. But I, I want to share with you kind of my first experience. And it was something that, of course, to accomplish it, to do it was great. But I would have to say that you really can learn about yourself when you spend time with yourself, right? You've heard this before, what you focus on will grow. Well, if you focus on you for 12 hours with no distractions, you'd be surprised at some of the uh, you can call it enlightenment, breakthroughs, like aha moments. For me, 
I realized that in a busy entrepreneur world and family life and parenting and spousing and being an employer and having people that you're responsible for and clients and family members and all that stuff, there's a lot on the plate. And what I realized is taking that day, it was so refreshing just to be out and not have to think or worry or wonder what's going on in the world and the craziness and all that stuff. But also because I wasn't thinking of those things, I got to just be with myself and just enjoy time. I didn't have an agenda. I didn't have like a certain distance I wanted to go. I literally just went out. Now where we lived at the time in Florida is pretty flat and you know we lived at the beach. So I said, well, this will make sense. We'll go along the beach until the tide changes, they get high tide, go along here. I just kind of made a a loosely made route, went out, walked, took a pack of water. So essentially is in the morning and it wasn't really hot, hot, but it wasn't really cold. This is in Florida, right? North Florida and in January. So I went out and I had like a jacket. I kept one of those water, the things you sip water from. Gosh, I can't even think of it, but you know what I'm talking about. You put on your camelback. There you go. Camelback. That's how I'm going to get old people. Not perfect, right? It's progress <laughs> or regress. I don't know. But drinking water. So I had plenty of water. I had to even refill. I had some places. I kind of knew my way around because I lived in this area for 20 years and had food, snacks, you know, quiet time. I didn't journal in hindsight because I just did one on January 6th and I took a journal with me and I was really grateful to be able to write some of my thoughts down because I had a lot of thoughts the first time I went out. No agenda, just thoughts. My feet hurt at the end. I remember being excited to come back. It felt like I was away. I think what was interesting for being out for 12 hours, it literally felt I was on vacation away from the world for 12 hours, but it felt like a week. It really did. The day felt so long because I wasn't distracted. Does that make sense? Like It's one of the things that I was really excited uh, and really kind of sad to some extent because how many of our lives are distracted? I know your life is distracted right now by listening to the show, but how much of our life is spent being distracted or worrying or, you know, having to do produce, having to show up, having to like create, having to, you know, be present, all those things. And what it just felt like for 12 hours was just things kind of slowed down and I could observe and reflect and enjoy like being in nature. And not worrying about taking a picture or send or talk to somebody or checking my messages or any of that stuff. Just being out. And for me, it was really a God moment. I felt like I was getting close to God, talk to him. I talked to myself. I prayed. I even sang a little bit and I have a terrible voice. But I remember just experiencing so much emotion, but so much gratitude, being able to walk for 12 hours, having the physical ability to do that. But I really felt it had so much value on all levels. So I am highly promoting this. Uh, I believe there is going to be a global walk. That's the one I just did in April. And I think they're probably going to do one every quarter. It's pretty cool. You can go on 12hourwalk.com. I'll drop the link down in the description. And then also, I just finished one. I want to kind of just touch on the value of doing it, why I'm still doing it. Last year, I will admit, I made a after I did one, I was like, that's it. I'm doing one every month. And I did three last year. So life got in the way. I got real busy. I had a bold goal to try to do one each month because I felt they were so valuable. And then the process of selling a home and relocating to Colorado and all that stuff just didn't happen. 
but I will say that each of those were really a unique experience. And I just finished one on the six, which was actually one that was organized by Colin O'Brady. He had a global walk. In fact, on his site, if you scroll, there'll be the next one. I think they actually have it on the April 6th and you can sign up for it. And it's a global walk day. Again, April 6th, I believe it'll be on a Saturday, most likely. And it's just to harness the collective energy and basically what he shared, step into our best lives together. So while you're on a walk by yourself, you also know that you're on a walk with other people doing this challenge as well. And it was great. The 12 hour walk that I did in January 6th, that was Saturday. Cause it was pretty cool. They had a WhatsApp group and there's a few hundred people on there all over the planet. This is something that's free. I'm planning to do that again in April. I'm also going to attempt to do one here in February. I'm not sure if I'll be able to do it on the 6th, but I think that maybe weekend, the first weekend on Saturday. And well, shoot, you already have the experience. Why would you do it again? Well, I'll tell you what, it's kind of like, this is my take on this. It's like exercise, right? Well, why do I keep exercise? Well, of course, you know, to stay in shape, but I like the way I feel after exercise, so I'm going to keep exercise. I like the way I feel after I take good care of myself physically, eat healthy, so I'm going to keep doing those things. I really enjoy and I like the way I feel after I go to church on Sunday. I really enjoy that. Like, And this is something that just adds to that. I really like having 12 hours out with no distractions did for me, so why wouldn't I do it again? It only makes sense that I would want to do it more. Now, again, it takes some preparation in the sense that I got to plan my day accordingly to make sure I don't have things. That's what I'm looking into now in the next week or so. I think I have about two weeks before I have to decide uh, where am I going to do this. And this one was quite different. So I'll just share a real quick experience. So the last one I did was in Florida and the weather was perfect. This one was in Colorado in January 6th. And fortunately, it was the week before the like Arctic tundra like frozen over minus 17. Thank goodness it wasn't for that. In fact, I probably wouldn't have done it. I might've wussed out on it, but I did end up doing it. It was a very cold, I think nine degrees. So it was below freezing on the Saturday that I left. I think I warmed up into like the low thirties, but I left at 530 in the morning. And because I've been outside walking, I know, and I have the right gear you've heard before, there's no such thing as bad weather. There's just bad gear, bad clothing. So I made sure that I had proper clothing. I was well equipped for that. I had the trail shoes that I was going to wear that I knew would be good on my feet for the whole day, super light. And then I had uh, hiking pants and some smart wool pants underneath that. It was great. I did end up getting a little bit warm when the sun came out in the afternoon. But what I liked this time after a year being my fourth one, I was by myself. It was early. It was cold. And I was really proud that I actually didn't back out too cold, but I still did it. In fact, I actually embraced it being cold as a challenge for me to still do it. And I will say as I spent the entire 12 hours, it was below freezing until probably like the last hour or two, maybe. And I spent the entire day outside. I had the right clothing on, had the right fuel, had water. I had places I could use the bathroom. So that was all set up. And I got to explore this new area that I've been here for a few months. So I had a little bit of the lay of the land and I have pretty good navigation skills. And like without having GPS, my wife might not say that about me, but getting out and about, I walked these trails. It was amazing. There's so much nature. I saw owls and birds and I think I heard some coyotes 
and very minimal traffic. Fortunately, where I live, there's these bike paths. There's hundreds of miles of bike paths here in Northern Colorado, Fort Collins area, and they all interconnect. So I just took one bike path to another bike path and made my way around. It was pretty awesome. Saw some prairie dogs. No, I didn't see any deer. I wanted to see some deer, but anyway, just being out. And one thing I actually, from doing it the fourth time, I knew I could do it. So it wasn't a matter of whether I could do it or not, is what kind of experience was I going to have being out there? Now, I would say for me this time, it was the after effect. I was just grateful to be done because it was really cold. And I was just grateful to be, take a hot shower and relax. Well, it was pretty crazy because I did a little bit of stretching and some flexibility stuff beforehand. I wasn't sore at all like I was the first time. I think partly it had to do with the temperature. It's like I was in a cold plunge the whole day and that was really good for recovery. But also what I noticed after, because I actually am in the process of doing 75 hard, which is a whole another conversation. You saw that in our podcast we did with my three coaches and we're currently doing that. I have to go outside every day anyway for the next 75 days to do outdoor walks. But what I found is coming back from that cold, going out, even when it was really colder than that for 45 minutes was nothing. To be out in the cold for an hour now is nothing compared to the 12 hours. So it was pretty neat. It was all relative. Maybe my blood's thickening up. I will say that I can't say enough good things about this and this type of challenge for yourself. And maybe you're thinking, man, you, you're in pretty good shape. You know, I don't know if I could do this. The best part is even if you could maybe walk 10 minutes at a time, and you needed to take a break, you could potentially do this. So, you know, you can have results or you can have excuses. You could potentially go out and do 10 minutes around your neighborhood and come back and take a break, take a rest, but not come inside and get relaxed on the couch. But you could take a break, maybe out on your porch, you know, have some snacks there and some water and you take, come back, you go around your neighborhood, you go two laps around your neighborhood, you come back, take a break. Maybe you can only go in like an hour at a time and you need a little bit of a rest. So you can do that. The good thing is you can make it the way you want. The goal is just to be with yourself, by yourself, and for yourself for 12 hours. And it really truly has been a huge influence on my life just in this past year. It's partly why I've leveled up to do it again. And my goal is to try and do one every month. So I'm looking forward to the one coming up very shortly. It's kind of quick. It came up this past month, went by so fast. So, and I'm planning to do it again. It'll probably be cold here again, but I just wanted to give you just an overview of what that is. You might've heard me talk about it, or maybe see people. You can look that podcast. I don't know what number that is. I know it was with Ed Milet and Colin O'Brady, and you can go look him up. But again, the 12hourwalk.com is the actual official site. The next one they are doing, which is great because you can get support. And actually Colin set this up. I know there's probably a few hundred people that went and did this one the last time on January 6th. In the beginning of the year, really the first weekend of the year, which was pretty awesome. And they do have another one and you actually can join a community. I'll be in there as well because I'm planning to do that. Pretty awesome to meet other people that are trying to step outside of their comfort zone. And whatever that looks like for you, this could be a great way to do that. And it is, again, something for all levels. Highly, highly recommend Hope the show helped. And, you know, like I shared before on past episodes, I don't do any advertising on the show. It's something that's relatively new for me. I really enjoy. I want to provide as much value so that you can become braver today than you were yesterday. I can say wholeheartedly, 
doing a 12 hour walk has definitely made me braver today than I was yesterday. And I've done it again and again. And that was my fourth time in January. I'm planning to do more of them so that I can continue to challenge myself in new ways, learn more about myself. You can be a good student of yourself. You can learn the good, the bad, maybe the ugly and learn how to improve, get better again, so that you can become braver today than you were yesterday. And I appreciate you for watching the show. And of course, if you did enjoy it, you can certainly subscribe to it share the episode, share with your friends, maybe invite some of your friends not to do it together. Well, they, you can do it together, but you just do your walk and they do their walk. And if you want to stay up to date, you can, again, send me any message through info at evensfitness.com. And then of course you can find me on all the social platforms. That's it for Brave today. Take care and have a blessed one.